Hello, Internet. I'm joined today with uh, Cam Smith and Tyler Orton, the illustrious hosts of the podcast Subspace Transmissions. And uh, I guess you've seen me on there, not for a while. It's been like, what, two years since I've been on? No. I think we wanted you on Is for uh, Star Trek Picard, the yeah. spinoff with uh, Patrick Stewart, but then a pandemic happened. Yeah, so... stupid COVID ruined yeah, my that chance to be on your podcast yeah. again. Hey, yeah. It hasn't been two years, though. We had no. you on for Star Trek no. Discovery, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's just been a year. Yeah, we definitely had you on Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, it was season two. It was actually the worst episode of season two, Saints of Imperfection of Star (laughs) Trek Discovery. We had like you had to deal with like fungus like um, aliens. It it was really bad. Is that the one where there's a lot of jogging through the corridors? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Well, I was going to ask you guys since you guys are technically the uh star trek experts that i know uh how do you feel or what's the word on the next star trek series that's coming out because i've during this pandemic i've watched all the star treks and i need some more so well which one the, are you talking about uh, yeah, there's like the next one coming out, out i guess <laughs> i think so the suspicion is is that star trek lower decks the animated series is going to be the next one and more adult-oriented Star Trek. The creator of the show is calling it kind of a PG-13 animated turn in the Star Trek universe. It's not making fun of Star Trek. It's having fun within the Star Trek universe. So, Cam, you and I, we agree. Like, we're looking forward to this more than anything else pretty much coming up in the Star Trek universe, right? Yeah, we both attended the Las Vegas Star Trek convention. We've gone every year. Well, (laughs) at least we had gone every year. We'll see about this year. But... um, (laughs) Um, they had a bunch of the talent behind Lower Decks uh, show up last year. And they talked about how Lower Decks will specialize in Starfleet members who do second contact. Forget first contact. They basically come and do the mundane chores. You know, when you, you know, the, the aliens have already been broken with the, with the, you know, the humans and whatever, Starfleet. The second crew comes around and is just like, okay. That's what, hilarious pitch. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the I'm idea in. of that. Yeah, it's also what were they saying, Cam? It's the people that have to scrub the carbon off the other carbon. It's like the people with the crappy jobs aboard a starship, but essentially the people that fix the turbo lifts and make the ship run every day. It's kind of fun to go behind the scenes there. I, 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 and I think it'll be hilarious. Like I think there's so much to mine in the Star Trek universe in terms of just humorous stuff. Cam, like for people that don't know, like our podcast and Dale, you know this we're quite irreverent on the show. Like we we don't hold it as a holier than thou sort of series. Like we have a lot of fun kind of, you know, playfully chuckling at the universe, I'd say. Yeah. And there's a lot to chuckle about. Uh, We did an episode recently on things in Star Trek that don't make sense. There are a lot of them. I feel (laughs) like that kind of feeds into the general theme of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, Dale, uh, we haven't been able to talk to you about Star Trek Picard. What what did you think of the, uh, the return of Patrick Stewart after like 20 years? Mm. Oh, I loved it. I do have two gripes about it, which is more a nitpicky thing. One, they, uh, they unveil this dog in the first episode and he calls him his number one. And you're like, that's amazing. That's hilarious. They must be very close. And then they just never showed him again. (laughs) And I was like, you don't want to see that deleted scene. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> and I was like, am I just being nitpicky because I want more dog? And then the next one was that Jean-Luc Picard in, I don't know, what was that episode where he spent a lifetime as that farmer? The Inner Light. Yeah. yeah. So he spends yeah. an entire lifetime learning to play, what was it, the piccolo? The Russican the flute. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it would have I'd love been... it if it was the piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it no. Looked, it looked like a piccolo from my limited uh, Star Trek instrument knowledge. But they should have just had like one throwaway scene where he's playing it because it's like he spent an entire lifetime mastering this mm. instrument, never learned any I other agree. one. And they base the whole relationship with this woman, this like keyboard player around it. And then it's just like, yeah, like, yeah Nella Darren. Um, I, I can wait for the flute in season two. I do think you have a point though about the dog and yeah. that they really marketed that dog. You know, you look at, you know, advanced poster art, that dog is in the poster and that did not uh, deliver what was promised. And I mean, Archer I got to take that's Archer a smart got to take marketing choice. It is, but Archer got to take Porthos into space. Why couldn't Picard yeah. take his dog? You know? Oh, yeah. a dog in space would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. That was I the name of my uh, band back in uh, high school Dog in Space. <laughs> dog Star was taken. <laughs> dog Star, yeah. Sorry, Keanu. I have to go with Dog in Space. <laughs> <laughs> it was your second choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what did you guys overall think about it? I listened to. I think the first, the most, like up until I was going to come on, I listened to all your Picard stuff and it seemed like you guys up. generally liked it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I forgot. And then something <laughs> happened with my iTunes feed where it doesn't automatically download you guys. And then oh. we suck that badly. I, I get it. <laughs> no, I think it's like, it's some weird, maybe it's just like a glitch because I have a, I don't have a Mac, so maybe it's just some like interchange thing with it. I think there I is actually some I, sort Cam, of glitch. you and I, yeah. we, we were a little mixed on the show. Yeah. I, I think our issues did not have to do with the production values or the performances. It had to do the with casting. more like the storytelling, yeah. the scripts. I, we liked the first episode a lot. We liked mm -hmm. the return of Riker and Troy in Nepente. Um, th there's a great moment with you know, uh, data that I th thought was fantastic, yep. but I just, it, it, it relied so much on that mystery box storytelling that you see nowadays that I, I found it frustrating to watch week to week. And I, I honestly wonder, Cam, how you and I will think of it if we just get to binge watch it, you know, in one go when they release the Blu-ray in the fall or whenever it happens, yeah. you know, I think our feelings might evolve on that, but I think when I look at the best television that's on right now, they're able to tell, you know, like full stories within the course of like 45 to 60 minutes. And I felt as if this is a story that they wanted us to appreciate only if we saw it all at once. And I think that's a real tough ask for viewers, especially in this day and age. So I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to season two. I, I hope they've learned from some of the narrative mistakes that I thought that they did last season. Yeah, I had uh, put forth the concern when the Star Trek Discovery started up. They said that would be fully serialized. And I always said, like, well, you know, if you have all these episodes that are so serialized, what if the overall art kind of sucks? That drags yeah. down an entire season instead of, like, two or three episodes. Like the Red Ghost thing? Red well, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, 
I feel like Discovery skated by okay. It definitely has issues. It definitely has issues. It did. got frustrated with it. Yes. But I still walked away happier with the first two seasons of Discovery than I did with Picard, where when I got to the end, I was like, that arc did not engage me really whatsoever. Like, I like some of the, you know, the fan servicey stuff, some of the mythology and universe building we got. Uh, Some returning characters was fun, but I kind of walked away going like, okay, that's what Patrick Stewart was super excited to come back for. Like, I'm always nervous when you bring back old properties after like 20 years. Because the amount of times that's been a smashing success is so small. <laughs> and I felt like Picard, unfortunately, kind of fell into the kind of the, the bigger group, which is, uh, you know, here you it is, I kind of saw that with X-Files when X-Files mm-hmm. got its return. It, it, like, uh, yeah. There's a couple good episodes, but there's a lot of, like, just absolute, like, sort of, like, duds in that yep. mix there. So, Or even if you're talking about, like, movies, the Ridley Scott return to the Alien franchise. You know, yeah. I don't know many people that are putting Prometheus and Alien Covenant at the top of their rankings for that series. You know? Or even the one before that one. Do not on Michael Fassbender's <laughs> flute plane. If we're talking about recipe oh, flute yeah, plane, Michael Fassbender, <laughs> that scene in Alien Covenant is one of the most amazing scenes Ridley Scott has ever done. I, I remember, I'm being totally I, genuine. I remember seeing that in theaters and the entire audience laughed. What about <laughs> like, I don't action? think Ridley Scott was going for that. <laughs> no. Sorry, well, Dale, what, what were you I, saying? What about Alien Resurrection, that one that we all just kind of want to forget about with uh, that whole uh, yeah. half-person, half-alien white monster thing that got sucked out the window? That was Cam's nickname in high school. <laughs> the white monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Resurrection's not great. It's got bits and pieces I like, and I feel like that's every Alien movie really after the second one. Yeah, you know, bits and pieces I really like. Uh, the third one is like a frustrating film because you feel like it could have been great. Whereas I don't look at Resurrection and be like, that could have been great. It's like, you know, it has fun bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one thing I liked about Picard was I, I enjoyed, I was looking forward to him kind of like because the old Star Trek TNG was so segmented and they kind of like there was a couple like multi episode arcs but Star Trek never really got into that to like Deep Space Nine so I was looking really forward to some of those old characters like get that big arc and kind of just get a chance to fully fill out the character and stuff like Jean-Luc Picard Mm. you're like because like that episode I was saying before, what you said was a lifetime or something. What was it called? The, the Inner Light? Yeah, The Inner Light. So yeah. that episode was one of my favorites because it was all Picard and just like acting his butt off. And then, so I was especially looking forward to maybe some more of that action. But I think it kind of almost suffered from too many characters. So they didn't yeah. get a chance to delve too much into some of them. So it seemed like a lot of the like character plot points and development were just kind of sprung on you out of nowhere. Like Raffi, she went to visit her kid. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good scene to point out. Yeah. 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 That was kind of like a just thrown in where you're like, like, why do we need to see this? You know, why do we care about this character that much at that point? And and it seemed very disingenuous on the part of the writers to throw in a scene like that. Yeah. Yeah. And also Raffi and seven of nine at the end of the series. Or the, I actually kind of like that. I I, 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 I liked it, but it just kind of yeah. came out of nowhere. And it's like, 
It kind of you're works because right. you're like, well, I guess if they're in space sure. and they're on a mission and they like each other, they would just hook up. So it was like, it was all, I just wanted to point that out because it's also pulled out of nowhere and sprung on yeah. you. But it worked in a good way because you're like, oh, I don't hate that. That's nice. Well, it's like a teaser for season two. You know, we can go, yeah. okay, well, we get to see a relationship there. But I do agree. It would have been nice to have maybe one dialogue exchange where you got a glimmer of something. Yeah, you know, as opposed to a silent shot. Something. Yeah, that'd be fun. But uh, season two, hopefully, um, you know, there's just, been some shuffling around. We'll see what season two brings. They, yeah. they need to let us breathe with the show a lot more. I think the problem with the show is it was too obsessed with, you know, plot point, plot point, plot point versus just that hangout factor, which is, I think, the reason why we're all drawn to Star Trek and drawn to the characters ultimately you get so much more time to breathe with the characters in series like Deep Space Nine or Next Generation that mm-hmm. I, I feel far more engaged by what the characters are doing. Whereas you have kind of these sad sack characters like Elnor or Narek. <laughs> I did not care at all about these characters <laughs> one bit. I was yeah. just like, no. Yeah. And we should say for people who didn't watch Picard, there are these Romulan characters they introduce, both a villain and then a friend for Picard. And both of them are just given nothing and just come out of the show looking like complete sad sacks when it's all over. Yeah, yeah and they kind of just, like, those two, um, what were their names? The ones that he were living in this house with him that he had, like... Given- oh, the helpers. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember their names, but they were they were cool. Yeah, like, they had that one episode where she had, what was it, an Irish accent? Yeah. Was it Scottish or Irish? I think it was yeah, Irish. I remember. Either Irish, way, okay. it's like, why is a Romulan have a scottish accent you know what i mean. i just it's like well, those no 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 things. why does a romulan have an american accent that's a good point mm. yeah 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 got you there one could say that the universal translator would give everybody an american accent or that's very american centric though <laughs> that's true what okay here's a hypothetical question what accent should every star trek character have like if you were uh, take- Newfoundland, Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if they had like an overly phonetic pronunciation of every word. Um, right. So an AI driven accent, like where they say <laughs> about and color and stuff like that. They should all talk Siri. exactly like Brad Pitt in Snatch. <laughs> yeah, that, that pikey accent. I think yeah. that'd, be, that'd be close to that Newfoundland. My mama died in the trailer park fire. I can do that accent the rest of the podcast if you want, guys. <laughs> oh, I, I'd love it. I don't know if all the people watching would particularly be <laughs> okay. fan, But hey, I'm all for alienating the audience. <laughs> what, what kind of uh, Snatch Star Trek crossover fandom is there? That's what I'm wondering at this point. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if they did one of those flashback episodes like uh, Voyager 90s, but it was like the next Picard goes like Picard 2000s and they just get pikey brad pitt involved and like no explanation <laughs> he's just on the ship <laughs> it's like every flashback scene with picard he's just doing that uh, accent that brad pitt had yeah or yeah, that would be something oh even better there's a flashback episode of when picard was like in his unruly youth and it's picard still looking the age he is but he's bare knuckle fighting brad pitt but dubbed by <laughs> jason statham yes yeah. <laughs> not on oh. me not on me 
or yeah. Jason Statham with the hair, with the Picard hair on mm. the side. Yes. <laughs> and he's That'd just like, he's just like, all right, that's Picard. I'm in. <laughs> TL Grey Hulk. TL Grey Hulk. There, you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I think that's enough Star Trek talk unless you guys want to. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. The world is demanding more, I'm sure, but yeah. What do we have to be outraged about this week, Dale? Mm. Okay, I want to start with something mild and easy: the Aunt Jemima rebranding. Right. You guys hear about this? They're taking off. Yeah. Yeah. So far, it's Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's, and Cream of Wheat. They're all because they're all African American um, logos on the box, so they want to get rid of them. Maybe update them. Maybe go a little more racially sensitive. What do you guys think about that? I want to know who cares that deeply about the logo on their syrup that they're outraged about it. It's like people are going crazy. I'm just like, guys, I don't care. Have whatever logo you want on your syrup. It doesn't matter to me. But like, if it is like incredibly racist, which it is, if you look at the Aunt Jemima history of those logos, oh. Cam and I, we did this exercise um, we Googled it. We yeah. were just horrified by the history of yeah. the logos there. So it's just like yeah. it, for them to try to deny that it doesn't have racist undertones or racist history, it's insane. So yeah. why are these people outraged that they won't be able to look at this same woman on their syrup anymore? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have yeah, no like, idea because you look at, you know, you, you Google the images or whatever for the mm-hmm. past logos and you'll see one you're like, Oh my God, that must have been like the first one. And yeah. then there's another one you're like, oh no, like that was even worse. It's like a string of just horror shows. And it's like, people, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I was like with Tyler, I'm like, yeah, it's syrup. It's owned by Pepsi. Why does it have this same logo? And it's funny because yeah. it's like, they're like, okay, up until now, they're like, okay, our logo is very racist. Let's un- make it unracist, but keep the same caricature of an african-american woman and it's like why wouldn't you just get rid of it altogether to begin with yeah exactly yeah. like so many products have stopped being sold over the you know the history of product lines yeah like i don't were people endlessly mourning the loss of old products no <laughs> like who cares like, uh, screaming saucers like what yeah, i'm over that do you remember, remember screaming some, saucers what were, were those, those they candy? filled candies yeah, like you'd eat them, and uh, the problem was is they kept turning people's feces like blue, and mm. so they had to ban them from the stores. Because uh, well, people were like scared of blue feces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the name of my next band in high school. Oh, nice. That's that's a more uh, punk feeling, I'm guessing. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like when I was a kid, they sold like candy cig- uh, cigarettes in stores, like the gum ones. Oh, yeah, the, the Popeye Popeyes. Ones. Yeah. 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 No, there's the Popeye, but there was also ones that were actually looked like cigarettes and you could, they had paper around them. And if you blew through, it was like powdered sugar came out the end. Oh, I remember. They were those, a little different. Those went away yeah. early. Like those went away yeah. before the candy ones. I, I think I remember those from like before I was like, because you're what, 40? You're the same age as me, aren't you, Ken? Th- 39, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it would have been, they would have gone around, way around when I was like seven, I think. Grade two? I guess so. Yeah. I guess somewhere around there. But I mean, things like that disappear I'm and they Jen's go away. I'm dead, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <it>, so. <laughs> Tyler's on TikTok right now on his other yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, 
Yeah, like they went away. Whatever. Yeah, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. Do you think yeah. if we would have had social media, there would have been people outraged that yes. candied cigarettes were going away? They'd be like, I bought those as a child and I love them and my life won't be the same without them. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Life. Like, boo-hoo. Like, whatever. But like, they don't encourage smoking at all, even though they make it seem fun and delicious. Anybody who smokes because of these, that's their own fault. I feel like if your life is drastically upset by the changing of a corporate logo, you've done something wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to attach your emotional state to something else. Well, what's your favorite yeah. co- corporate logo at this point, guys? Me? Uh, um, boy, Actually, I don't even I was, really think about them. Um, I really like the Shell logo, which just because it's yeah. so clean and simple. Yeah, maybe I, the Coca Cola logo. I'll go with Chevron. Chevron, okay. Chevron, I'll take nice. Coca Cola, I guess. Big oil. Because yeah. I just like Coca Cola. I don't know. Yeah, Coca Cola is good. I like the script. It's a good. It's a good script. Yeah. 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 yeah it's but fun. I wouldn't cry if they changed it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't care. No. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. You you wouldn't be one of those people who like when they had the new Coke and the that was like when in the what the eighties or the nineties when that was a lot 80s, of eighties, I think. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't born into two thousand and four, Tyler's just our ploy to get at the younger audience. Yeah. What up, bros? <laughs> we want to get some zillennials to watch. <laughs> I'm going to do the Robin Williams young person uh, impersonation. Oh, God. Hello, kids. <laughs> Hello, fellow youths. <laughs> How are you, fellow kids? <laughs> How about that Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I noticed, like I was doing a little research into – like the Uncle Ben's things, because the Aunt Jemima I got because it's been around yeah. for 140 years and obviously it started racist. And then Uncle Ben's, I was like, well, that started in the 50s. And it was like, I mean, it's it's a racist caricature, but not nearly as bad as Aunt Jemima. But I, what I found out was just the fact that it's called Uncle Ben's is racist in itself because um, after slaves were freed and stuff, people refused to call African-Americans Mr. and Mrs., because they didn't want to give them the honorific of that title. So they called them uncle and auntie. So that's why it's like Aunt Jemima instead of Mrs. Jemima and Uncle Ben's instead of Mr. Ben's. And yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely okay with getting rid of that. And I actually <laughs> got into an argument with someone about it because they're like, well, I have aunts and uncles. Why does it matter if it's like, it's not racist to call someone aunt or uncle? I'm like, well, it's not now. It's just that it was racist at some time. And if people see yeah. it, they're reminded of when it was racist. Just like uh, the Aunt Jemima logo. Like right now, it's not too racist. But if somebody sees that who's like in their 80s or something, then they remember the super racist version oh, yeah. of the same logo. And it'll bring up all those hurt feelings. So, yeah. But, but even mind. just the name Aunt Jemima, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty racist. You know, so it's like I, I've got no problem with people like getting rid of this stuff. Like, why will my life change at, at all? Like, it, it won't. And the fact that I know that it, it's going to remove like hurtful things from the minds of other people, that's good. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. Like, I am definitely okay. Like, I was thinking about it, and like, we were just saying, like, what would you be upset if they changed? And I was like, they should just purge everything. Like, right now, just rip the band-aid off, get rid of all the racist sports logos, get rid of all oh, the yeah. racist names, 
change all the packaging and stuff. Like um, another weird thing that went away, which was remember like it, it kind of was the tail end of it when we were kids where there was like, but it was more of like a fifties thing where there's like toddlers and little kids as the mascot for everything. Like, like campers. Yeah. Or like uh, copper. Oh, tone. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember the oh, copper yeah, yeah. tone logo where they like pulling like the, uh, the, the pants down of that chick, that, yeah. that little child. Or even like, when you go to an antique store and you see old metal signs for like products like Coca-Cola, it's always like a toddler drinking it. And like yeah. that just went away and nobody cared. Yep. It'd be like the exact same thing. Like they're like, maybe we shouldn't get kids doing this. And it's like, or when they got rid of smoking advertising in every magazine and off of TV and stuff, it's yeah. just, it's all just incremental, like evolution of the media, I guess you could say. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I mean yeah, do you remember like Mikey, the kid that ate fries on TV? Or was it no? Mikey was the Wheaties kid or something. Yeah, Mike, that Mikey likes it, it. That was like yeah. What was the yeah. kid who he was blonde? He had glasses. And he ate French fries with ketchup. I guess um, it was a ketchup advertisement. It was a McCain's commercial. Yeah, have also been Mike. It was like he likes a nice long chew, and I was like, <laughs> um, 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 um. yeah. I remember that. I'm only commercial. familiar with the commercial because of, uh, as teenagers, like we just watch things on YouTube, but I, yeah, I was watching those sure. retro commercials that you guys are familiar with. So, yeah. <laughs> you were watching them ironically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You were like, yeah. get a load of these old guys and the stuff. Yeah. Have to watch. I, I, I was like, channels. okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that commercial from my youth because I hated it so much because it, yeah. it was like two minutes of this kid eating and you're like, that. <laughs> what <laughs> like and at that age all you want to see is toy commercials yeah so anything like, like that you're just like come on all i want to see is like a masters of the universe action figure commercial or something oh yeah or he, oh. yeah he-man and stuff you're yeah. like or let's my see buddy. different he-man my buddy yeah <laughs> ghostbusters oh, my, my buddy, buddy. <laughs> my buddy <laughs> or kid that was sister. horrifying yeah. yeah i i had a friend who had a my buddy doll I, I like I, I it pretty much could have been Chucky for all I cared. Like I, I think that's what like, Chucky was that's what inspired it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you think they got rid of my of buddy because it was racist against Irish people? <laughs> he was like a little ginger. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> well, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. yeah. I just think it was creepy and people didn't like it. I'm sure Teddy Ruxpin was probably more popular, right? Because Yeah. Know, well Teddy Ruxpin creepy. had his old whole cartoon. Oh yeah. Grubby. Like, um, did they have a grubby doll and like, did he talk or was it just Teddy Ruxpin that talked? My memory is just Teddy Ruxpin, but I yeah. could be wrong. I never had one, so I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, neither did I. I wasn't a, I, I remember if somebody had a Teddy Ruxpin, they were a rich kid because they were like yeah. hundreds of dollars in the early nineties. And that was, yeah, my parents would only buy me like, um, army, those little green plastic army figures. That was like <laughs> the extent of my toy collection. So. Yeah. Or like the, right at the beginning of like the no name knocks off knockoffs, like, um, not go, there was like transformers. Then there was go bots. And then there was always like another, like they would be sold in the dollar store now and you'd get one of those. And it like two things turned and you're like, this is, this isn't yeah but that was too rich for my parents i would get those uh (laughs) airplanes where it's like two pieces of wood that you like uh put into each other and then you like get to float the airplane (laughs) like that the toys you had to just that was was my christmas gift yeah (laughs) 
And then you'd see a kid with the wind-up propeller that had like the elastic, and you're like, oh, "Oh, that's so much better than mine. You don't even have to throw those." I remember when I was a kid, though. I asked for a transformer for Christmas, and I got a GoBot. It was a seaplane. It was 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 small. It was like a tiny seaplane GoBot. But you know what? I was too dumb to know better. I was like five, six years old, I was like, well, I guess it's a transformer. I mean, it's a robot in disguise, so yeah. who am I to question it? I mean, it's still a vehicle and a man, ro- a man-based robot, so yeah, technically it serves those purposes. You know, the seaplane doesn't seem as cool as like a fighter jet or a tank, but uh, <laughs> maybe I'm underestimating the badassery of a seaplane. Yeah, I well, love C-plane how... Seaplane stands for camplane, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love how, like, the GoBots were also, like you said, like, lame versions of vehicles. Like, Transformers yeah. were always, like, tanks and guns and helicopters. Yep. And GoBots were, like, hatchbacks and seaplanes and, like, minivans. <laughs> Although I did remember liking GoBots because there was a cartoon GoBots. And if okay. you're on Peasant Vision that had the two channels, you got GoBots and not Transformers. So I got attached to some of the characters a bit. But then you'd see, you'd like watch Transformers and you're like, I'm just missing out so much. Was my beloved Seaplane on that cartoon show? <laughs> I can't remember. One of the main guys, was Vanguard, was that a Transformer? Or was he a GoBot? Oh, you're asking the wrong person, really. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's people screaming in the comments right now. Probably. About it. They can answer Yeah, it. they're like, stop talking about GoBots. <laughs> they're, we oh, don't they're care like, about talk about my favorite GoBot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, speaking of robots, did you guys see that uh, a couple of years ago, remember all those videos of the Boston Dynamics robots they had where they were like just terrifying, where they would like have that dog and they would kick it and it wouldn't fall over and then they had one that could like walk on sticks and you're like, somehow this is going to kill us all. Well, now you can buy one for 40 grand. They're like, it's got to back up. I think they're like this big and this tall and they're yellow. And Boston Dynamics says they're only selling them to you. If you're like some sort of research organization that I don't know. But at first I was like super stoked. I was kind of scared because it's like, this is the beginning of the robot. Like, apocalypse and then i was like wait it's literally just a robot dog it doesn't it like does nothing really it doesn't really even have a head no no what would you do with this dog if he was in your home like let's say they allowed you know like personal use yeah Uh, as you said it it, it's only for enterprise use at this point (laughs) wouldn't you get bored after about a week and you just you know put down tens of thousands of dollars on this thing yeah um, the, what's the guy from Mythbusters, Adam Divine? Is that his name? Or Isn't wait, that is the that... guy from Maroon 5? Yeah. No, Adam yeah. Divine, I think, is the guy from Modern Family. There's a lot of Adams. Maroon Very Busters. Close names. Yeah. <laughs> Maroon Busters family. Uh, but the, the guy with, not the guy it's who wore Adam. the, yeah, the Adam like, from Mythbusters Adam. Yeah. had a dog, had one of these dogs and he like made a video of it. And he got him to pull him in like a little wagon or something. So I guess that's about the extent of it. Like I'm sure that entertained him for all of 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be cool if it was big enough to ride because then it could, you could go like outback riding for a, however long the battery lasts. I'd love to see you on the streets doing that, Dale. 
Oh, trust me. If I had 40 grand to spare and it was big enough for me to ride, I would get my money's worth just by riding it everywhere. I would like you have ride to wear it. a cape. You have to have a cape on. Try and stop me. <laughs> yeah, like I'd, I'd be like King Robot and I'd have like a crown and a cape. And then I'd just be the crazy guy. Nobody questions because they'd be like, that guy's obviously got stuff going on. And we're not even going to bother because that's just too much. <laughs> they he don't might stick start. his robot dog on us. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is kind of useless because it doesn't do much. But it is kind of cool that their Boston Dynamics is starting to sell their robots. I find those robots far more intriguing than the androids that were on display during season one of uh, Star Trek Picard, personally. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember those ones. Were they in the show or just in general? Well, spoiler alert, people. I don't know. Skip 10 seconds. But by the time that we got to the last two episodes, we were introduced to that planet full of androids. And oh, right. I was just like, okay. Well, there you go. I don't think you have to give a spoiler alert because if anybody hasn't watched Picard yet, I don't think they're going to. Not oh, after uh, Cam and I uh, kind of really yeah. <laughs> We're all like, the show's good because we love Star Trek so much, but it's kind of boring. It kind of has some <laughs> plot holes, but we really like the characters and there was some fan service. And yeah, they're actually, I did enjoy a lot of the action scenes. I didn't mention that before. And there is great space battles in it. Like you like the. The, the, the Romulan spitting venom on people that would make them melt, right? Yeah, that was pretty dope. <laughs> that was that was a nice add-on to the whole like Star Trek canon was that they just spit venom. <laughs> it was very like reptile in Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, was that did that appear in any of the old Star Treks? That whole venom thing? Nope. No. I think mm-hmm. it was like the weren't they like kind of capsules that the uh, the agents had in their teeth, kind of like their twenty fourth century version of cyanide. Uh, that's what makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think they might have they might have did a MacGuffin like oh this is what that was. I think now that you said the capsule, I kind of remember them saying oh he bit his capsule get out the way like some yeah. throwaway line like that to explain the whole thing. So that was uh, a bang on impression of the line delivery too. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can tell by my uh universal yeah. translator accent. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't tell if you were an Irish Romulan helper or not just a moment ago. <laughs> or if that was my Americanized version of right. accent. <laughs> so have you guys been uh wearing masks out and about and stuff? Like, uh, yeah. Up here, but it's more like down in the States and if you go to no. places, but I think uh, uh, I, I went. I, I've been working from home for the last three months, but I went yeah. into the office yesterday, and we had like a meeting. It was all you know, physical distancing involved, but uh, about half the crew had masks on, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, after I left that meeting, I uh, picked up some groceries. I, I kept my mask on during the grocery store. The thing that's interesting to me, though, is remember in Vancouver where we're all recording this podcast, uh, there was those big Black Lives Matters, Black Lives Matter uh, demonstrations that were going on about three weeks ago. Oh, they were um, not just were, in Vancouver. <laughs> well, but, but yeah. I'm thinking about, I know for a fact uh, the numbers here in British Columbia did not spike 
as results, you know, um, of people congregating. And the thing is, you look at those images, everyone was wearing masks in that. So mm-hmm. they seem to be effective. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things like it's, um, they say like the virus can get through like around the mask or you might touch your face, but it's still better than nothing. And if you're, if you and another person are wearing them, then you're fine. Like I haven't really worn them because I pretty much go from my apartment to work. And then like, I have like a, a rebreather or not a rebreather, a respirator at work when I'm like grinding for the smoke fumes and stuff. But it's like, uh, and by grinding, you mean dancing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dirty dancing. With yeah. all my other shop coworkers, no, uh, yeah. So you're, you're catching them in the air, <laughs> doing the lifts. Yeah, and, <laughs> you're like I truly am having the time of yeah. my life. <laughs> but it's one of these things where, like, it's like people are, some reason, wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. Uh, I think it's more in the states. It, it just becomes like a flag you throw up, I guess, for your political alignment. Where it seems like Republicans are not wearing masks. And if you tell them to wear a mask, then it just this whole big thing about how it's infringing on their rights and stuff. Well, the largest theater chain in the world, AMC, which is based on the United States, they mm-hmm. initially said that they weren't going to make masks mandatory in jurisdictions in which they weren't already mandatory. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, the CEO said, like, I don't want to get into some sort of political discussion here. So yeah. it's very clear down in the United States, it's, it's a political issue, which is just like, for us Canadians, we're just kind of like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think you know? down there, it's like, it's one of those, it's my right to not wear it and to be free. And then if you're like, you have to wear a mask, people are like, oh, you're infringing on my freedoms and stuff. And you're like, huh? Like, the reason I brought it up was there was this guy on American Airlines and they're like, you got to put a mask on and then like they were getting a lot of uh people not wearing masks on the planes and they're kind of like oh please wear your mask and then they're getting a lot of negative feedback from the other customers and uh passengers so they kind of adopted a zero tolerance policy for it so enter this guy i can't remember his name but he it was like his hill to die on and it was his big thing where it's like it's not a law you can't make me wear a mask I'm staying here. And then they kicked him off the plane. And then he like kept making a fuss about it. It's like, you have no right to kick me off the plane. And then American airlines banned him, which is awesome because it's like, yeah, they banned him not for life, but they banned him until it's no longer mandatory to wear a mask on the plane. Right. Yeah. He showed them. Yeah. Yeah. He showed them he can't fly anymore. I mean, he said he sounded like a real treat. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I didn't get to sit next to that guy. Yeah, he was the guy who was outraged that they want to change the Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. At this point, <laughs> I bet right? he was, yeah. and yeah. I bet he has a very loud talking voice too. If you want to discuss anything to him, he's like one of those guys where it's like you're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then he's just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah. He sounded very. Didn't he refer to himself as like a conservative activist or something? I'm like, yeah. He was like, sounds like someone I'm okay not talking to. I think. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Anybody says they're an activist when they're not out protesting 
like actively for something and it's just like yeah part of their personality traits you're like mm, i'm okay no thanks yeah it's like if it's, it's positive on, things social media that's different yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah if it's positive things that you're an activist for awesome yeah. go for it you know <laughs> get out there but i'm sorry if you're yeah as you said dying on the hill of i'm not wearing a mask during a <laughs> pandemic yeah and it's it's weird because you figure like he's like oh these are my rights it's not the law but it's like you're in like a private business that and yeah. they all have like the right to refuse service to anybody they want so it's like they could just be like no we're a service we're not mandatory you have to wear one because we say so because so it's like this whole big thing and it's funny because like you said the amc theaters like i'm not flying or going in a theater anytime in the near future i agree i don't want to risk it yeah yeah like i was thinking about it because my girlfriend andrea she's like hey you want to maybe go to a theater if they open it up i'm like no and she was like what and i was like you want to just go in a dark room with mouth breathers and hope they don't breathe on like the back of your neck (laughs) yeah and i mean you go to the movies just to like relax and enjoy something you're sitting there halfway through the movie and you hear <laughs> behind exactly. you, and then you're gonna spend like the rest of this going like. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough to have someone like you know pulling out a cell phone in a theater. Oh, I don't want yeah. someone making me like very potentially like deathly ill either. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, like now you have to worry yeah. about like their cell phone kicking the seat, talking, yeah. being alive around you because they're just like breathing in your area. Yeah, and I mean, right now there's only really two big movies coming out other than that i don't need to like rush out to the theater to see whatever they're going to clog up with the theater i know there's like a russell crowe kind of movie they're going to toss into theaters but i mean it's unhinged unhinged yeah it really just comes down to tenet the christopher nolan movie and the mulan remake that's really the only two big movies and i don't expect mulan to open and tenet they're being more stubborn with so i mean we'll see but yeah i don't know yeah, it's funny because it's like um, with Trolls and uh, that new King of Staten Island, they did that thing yeah. where they just released them on streaming where you can like pay more to get them. And that was like, remember, uh, what was it? Superman Man of Steel way back, like probably, what was that? 2000? 2000, what was that? 2013, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It, was what, it was the first movie where they're like, let's release it on Blu-ray at the same time as the theaters. People don't want to go to the theater anymore. And they did. And it was like a gigantic flop because nobody went to the theater because they're like, well, we'll just rent it. I, yeah, there's a few reasons for that. Also, I don't think Superman Returns helped. I don't think people were really that excited <laughs> for a Superman movie. It did fine. I just remember that Warner Brothers was like, this movie's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. And it didn't. And then they were embarrassed. Yeah, they were like, everybody loves Superman so much. And it's like, I like Superman, but yeah, that wasn't the best take. I mean, he's an okay hero. As, as far as like wow. the heroes go, he's one of the more blander ones. Well, I think if you write him bland, he's bland. But, you know, if you go to those Christopher <laughs> Reeve movies, especially the first two, I think he's a very like entertaining character to watch. Yeah, yeah. It all comes down to who's writing him. That's yeah, true. the Justice League movie, it's not a good movie, but Joss Whedon, you could tell the, the writer who ended up taking over director duties, um, he gave him like a lot of good stuff to do in that movie, like yeah. after yeah. he became the Superman that we're used to. So it's like, mm-hmm. you can write him well. 
Like it, it, it's possible. Yeah, when also he was uh, kind of like you didn't know if he was going to be a little bit of a bad guy at first, and he was kind of fighting with them. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think one of the best takes is the Superman animated series from a handful of years ago from the team that did Batman animated Ooh, series. So I think yeah. there's genuinely great Superman stuff out there. I forgot about for. that. Yeah. Well, I guess Smallville. That was also... A I never big... saw it. Yeah, I, I never, never saw it, it but it. I imagine... Over the what, like eight seasons that it was on, they kind of got to punch yeah. up the character and round out the whole thing a little bit more. Um, oh, did you guys? We talked about this. I talked about this on a couple episodes ago about the Snyder cut. Have you guys mm. heard about that? And are you? Oh yeah. All that for since yeah, I'll watch Justice it League? out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I didn't particularly like the original cut of the movie. Yeah. I don't know if they have the skeleton of a solid movie to turn it into a fully fleshed movie that I would enjoy. So maybe I'll just get to watch a deformed movie that I can kind of find some interesting elements in. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm more fascinated by the fact it looks like it could be about four hours long. <laughs> That's where I'm like, oh boy. Like, uh, the one we saw in theaters was about two hours, 15, I think. And yeah. I can't it felt say like I walked, four hours. <laughs> I can't say I walked out being like, you know, it really felt like there was a lot missing from that movie. <laughs> I would be okay with a four-hour version if three hours of it were The Flash and Ben Affleck's Batman just being like an odd couple and palling around. <laughs> Actually, I'd be okay if uh, all the extra time was devoted to Zoom sessions that the Justice League was having with each other, you know, trying to write in the COVID <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like kind of horseshoe it in right afterwards. Uh, Sean Davey actually just gave me shit in the comments for saying Superman was bland too. So you're mm. not alone, Cam. There are. I mean, I feel like if the character's been around since 1937, <laughs> he must be okay. Yeah, he's, he's probably got a little bit of save power. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll walk it back. Fine. Superman isn't bland. I mean,. He's no but he is ri- he is written bland a lot. To, yeah. in, in your defense, like there has been a lot of takes of him that were very bland. Yeah, he he does kind of get the milk toast brush a lot, where he's just it's, like, it's tough to write. You know, you look at how they wrote Captain America in the Marvel Universe movies. Yeah, and like that's a character you could easily write as boring, but they yeah. found ways to give him that twinkle of energy. Like people really got invested in him in a big bad way and emotionally too. And I think you can do the same thing to Superman. When people hear the Boy Scout superhero kind of thing, they go, boring. Yeah. But I think if you make it something that appeals to people, it sort of hits that chord of inspiration, I think it can work. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of times, who, whatever character it is that ends up being the moral compass of the group, like mm-hmm. they're obviously like, well, Superman is pretty much an alien, so he's just good by default. So we'll make him the guy who's just kind of like a killjoy who points them all in the right direction on like what they should like do to have high morals and be the real bat real um, superheroes and stay on the good guy side of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could see that. So I guess ultimately Superman is bland if he's written bland. (laughs) I think that's fair. Safe assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just looking up, uh, what else we have? Oh, did you guys have anything you wanted to talk about on the podcast at all? Well, yeah, I, like Cam and I were going back and forth about like kind of the future of like 
the, the theater experience as well as like versus at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Know, like two movies that I watched recently, uh, Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, got to see that on Netflix. Um, got yep. to see that on Netflix a lot sooner than I would have uh, had they waited until it went to theaters um, further down the road. Yeah, that's um, good. So, and, and I also think that you put The Five Bloods on Netflix, it's going to get a lot more eyeballs uh, right now um, yeah. than it ever uh-huh. went to theaters. And you watch that movie, it's, Cam, you were remarking on, like, when did they make this? It, it seemed as if they made it, like, last week versus, like, this movie's <laughs> been in the can for a little while. Like, it, it was very, very prescient and, like, talking about all the things that we're talking about right now in terms of, you know, the, the value of human life, um, the value of Black Lives as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie that's a little bit out there in some ways. And I do question what its commercial prospects would have been had they paid for a big theatrical ca- you know, campaign versus yeah. putting it on Netflix. I think so many people, especially right now, are just bored and are like, I'm curious, I'll watch this. And maybe they discover something that they might not have checked out otherwise. Yeah. So it's really good for movies you know, that are maybe a little off-center in terms of their appeal. Yeah, it's a good thing right now because there are a lot of, I guess you could say, hungry eyes at home waiting for content. So a lot of people are discovering stuff on Netflix um, that maybe like so stuff that's on. It's kind of funny because it might be like skew the numbers a bit where they're like, well, we release these movies straight to Netflix and so many people watch them. But it might also be because people don't have any other option to watch stuff. Yeah. yeah, they're so like they're like box uh, turned out to be so popular, <laughs> and they're looking at the data now, being like, "Boy, Cam really loves Bloodshot." <laughs> I'm still uh, a big uh, Love Is Blind fan. Like, folks, I haven't yeah. seen it. Go watch some these. good trashy reality TV. Oh, I, I veto reality TV. I just I can't do it. It just seems like people are put into a situation where a normal group of people would just problem solve and get it done. And then reality TV is like, let's just put the people who are the worst problem solvers and like stretch it out for 20 episodes. It would be like, Dale, what are we doing right now? This is reality. (laughs) Hey, we're only stretching this out for one episode. Could you imagine (laughs) us talking about all this stuff for 20 I was going to ask you guys, what was the last movie you saw in a theater? It was going to be the way, way back, the Ben Affleck basketball drama. Um, and we had plans Damn. to see it. Yeah. Was it and Harley Quinn? Was that the last one? That I think that the was the last one we actually went to. But yeah, way, way back, we were going to go. And then we were like, you know, I don't know if I'm feeling like going to the theater. This was when things were getting kind of yeah. shady. Like, I don't know if yeah. I want to risk my life to see a Ben Affleck basketball drama. So I'm just going to pass. <laughs> I did see it. It was great, but I really oh. enjoyed it a lot, but I would recommend it. But yeah, I think Harley Quinn was the last one, unless there was maybe an art house release or something we saw after that, but nothing's yeah. jumping to mind. How was Harley? I haven't really seen oh. that many movies in theaters so far this Wait, year. I mean, like was in, was invisible man after Harley Quinn or before it was bef- uh, invisible man was before Harley Quinn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so in the dark. Of otherwise, I don't know. Uh, Michael Jordan's documentary, The Last Dance. Um, that's me. Uh, tops my list of uh, production so far I've seen this year. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? The yeah. whole year? Even pre-COVID? Yeah, uh, I yeah. would say so, for sure. Yeah, the last movie I saw 
in theaters was Gentleman, and I'm glad I got to see it because it's like uh, it's an action movie. Mm. Oh, what was that guy's name? Cam and I, we both really liked that one. Yeah, it was a fun like, movie. Just a blanked movie. on the guy who directed it. Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie? Yeah, I love Guy Ritchie yeah. movies like Rock and Roller. Aladdin? Snatch. Snatch. Uh, did he direct Aladdin? Yeah, Swept Away. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Prove me wrong King again. Arthur, Legend of the Sword. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Oh, wait, I actually really liked that King Arthur movie with the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy in it. Yeah, okay. I felt like that was marketed wrong because that was a really good movie with that like giant snake at the end. The action was great. And I like I watched it on Netflix. I'm like, why why not why aren't all my friends talking about this movie? It's like a knight and he's fighting giants like snakes. Like what more could you want? That's the King Arthur I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's the King Arthur I always wanted. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that he worked a giant snake into that movie, but when he made his Aladdin remake, that didn't have a giant snake. <laughs> <laughs> I never really realized that until this very moment. Well, um, I think it wouldn't have been canon if there was a giant snake in Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, there was a giant snake at the end. Oh. Jafar turns into a giant snake. Oh, really? I thought they yeah. made the remake like kind of scene for scene. It was pretty much, but they, well, they added about half an hour of filler. Um, and oh, then wow. they removed the giant snake. So, That's yeah. a lot of filler. Like half an hour in filler and no snake. I mean, I, know. I still haven't watched it, but I do. That was actually, we talked about that the last time you guys were on this episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Show. And you basically told me I wasn't allowed to like Will Smith anymore because you didn't like any of his movies. <laughs> I don't think that's an exact quote for me. <laughs> uh, I think it was. Cam said, "Yeah, Dale you're not allowed to like Will Smith anymore. That's an exact wow. quote. <laughs> Classic me. Classic me. Um, no, I don't it's, know. It's just like... You guys have the same last names, so that's why he's kind uh, of very uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Protective, of, uh, that's right. protective of his name. So. Yeah, Cam just doesn't want to be the lesser Smith of the two. <laughs> he's like, that he guy can't act. Though. I'm way more interested. <laughs> yeah, it's a really um, <laughs> tough competition I've got going there. Yeah. My private competition. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, one of the reasons I don't ever want to go to a movie theater again was when I watched The Gentleman, mm. <laughs> it was so disgusting. So me and Andrew are sitting there and we went to VIP. So we're like, ooh, we're bougie now. We went to VIP. Right. And uh, then we like, we get hit with this smell. We're like, somebody get blue cheese popcorn? Like, mm. and then I was like, I don't think that's a thing. And then she's like, yeah, I don't remember seeing that. And then we're like, what is that smell? Like, as soon as we, like, realized it wasn't food, we're like, someone smells like blue cheese. And we look over, and there's, like, a girl, like, two seats, like, over. And she has her, like, sock feet on the railing going like this. And I was like, I wanted to die. And I was like. You're supposed to take the socks off. Oh, yeah, I mean, if all the smells in the socks, take the socks off. Yeah. But I don't understand how anybody who has, like, any sort of smell pungent enough for it to drift to other people would not be, like, racked with, like, self-esteem like problems. Like, if I had feet that smelled that bad, I wouldn't leave my house. Right. Or I mean, if I did, I'd keep my shoes on. Well, I guess well, you guys should be thankful that we're doing this over Zoom and you're not in person yeah. with me. <laughs> but, 
you know, it's funny because like both Tyler and I are big movie goers. We go all the time. Yeah. But we used to. We used to. <laughs> but I also understand people who are like, I don't like going to the theater. People are pulling out their phones or, yeah. you know, what have you or talking or whatever. And it's like, I can't argue. I, I really can't. Yeah. You know, it's definitely problems. And especially when they're charging, you know, eighteen ninety nine a ticket, you know, if it's 3D or whatever, an AVX. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that does suck, you know? <laughs> yeah. It sucks when other people there ruin the movie. Like, maybe they're not like, like the same movie. So we get up and we like, we move. And then Andrew always gets mad when I cause a confrontation. And mm. so like, I did it, the like we got up. And we walked, and then we're, like, a little bit away. And I was like, oh, those feet, like, as loud <laughs> as I could. And he, like, almost killed me. But I was like, I'm not letting it go. Like, if your feet stink that bad, you have to know about it. And how. Uh. And I just have to voice that I don't agree with your feet. So we moved down a couple aisles, and then we're like, give it a smell test. We're like, all right, we can't smell anymore. Let's get back into the movie. And then – then Q2, a drunk guy behind us who had already seen the movie, and he's like with a girl. He's like, oh, you got to see this part, and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, God. Seriously? Like two of the worst movie-going people in the same movie? Like what are the odds of that? And then yeah. it got so bad that I don't know if he was on like a first date or a couple dates in, but she was like trying to shush him. And then she like got up. And was mad and was like, I can't, I couldn't hear what she said, but she was like doing that, like whisper yelling at him where she's like, and then she like storms off and then he walks after her. And then by this point, we're just watching all of that and like kind of, so I missed a chunk of the movie, but it was like, so that was my last going movie experience. And so now yeah. it's like people are like, Hey, you want to go to a movie and maybe not wear a mask? And I'm like, no. Like, so it's surprised. like a dark contained area recycled air mm -hmm. i'll hold off until it seems to be safe for now i don't see it being safe well i mean like there's no pressing need to go if tenant does move there's nothing really coming out till like october yeah so it's gonna be a while that gap is totally fine with me i just wish they'd bump that movie because that's like the one movie that might draw me to a theater you know like mulan i'd be like ah you know what i'll watch it later but like a new christopher nolan movie is such an event especially like for me i'm a yeah. huge fan of him but you know i i don't want that temptation just push this movie back for god's sakes do you think maybe like once the theater's open they'll take movies back and show them again in the theater like do you think there's any possibility of that do you mean like play older movies? Well, not like older movies, but like say King of Staten Island that just oh. just came out. Like once the theaters are up and running and people are going back, do you think they'll take something like that and replay it? I mean, I think I they're already doing that with trolls. Yeah. Like I was gonna uh, say, yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I think like they'll just if theaters decide to just open, they're gonna be desperate for content. So it's kind of like what's available to us if there's no new releases you know, being opened. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it. That makes sense. I wonder if they'll like also like, it, like they're obviously not filming. Like I think they were halfway through the new Batman with um, mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson. And then they kind of like had to shut down. So they'll go back and refilm that. So 
Yeah. Well, there's tons even... of like there's going to be tons of finished blockbusters, like a fair amount that are all going to be pushed to next year. Oh um, yeah, like they they're already done. You mean, and they don't want to put them in? Oh there? yeah. You know, like oh, Wonder okay. Woman's now opening in October. The new Bond movie will be in. I think it's November, October. Did um, they get a different Bond? No, it's Daniel Craig. It's his oh, final okay. movie. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they pushed, for example, the new Fast and Furious right to next summer, um, as well as the Disney Jungle Cruise movie. That's now in the summer. So, like, there's tons of stuff now that just bumped a year ahead. So, I totally forgot about that one. That's the one with The Rock, the Jungle Cruise movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad they pushed that because I want to see that in the theater because it'll have, like... Because the good thing about Disney is when they make a movie that has, like, CGI and stuff, you know it's going to be, like, top-notch CGI, so it's going to look good in a theater. Like, sometimes if you're watching, like, maybe a little lesser-known movie with CGI, sometimes it's a bit questionable. Mm-hmm. So. Some, of the, some of the Sony stuff's a bit shaky, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see Sonic the Hedgehog? I didn't, no. Yeah, right. I, I was not someone who played the game really at all. So I didn't have any real nostalgia for it. Tyler, did you ever watch it? No, I I'm in the same boat as you. It just didn't. The the IP did not grab me. <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> I played Sonic when I grow was growing up because I was one of those kids who had a Genesis instead of a Super Nintendo. Just gonna mm. leave it at that. Not gonna unlock that oh, big can of worms. You were that guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I wasn't the guy who pretended it was better just because it was the <laughs> one I was stuck with. <laughs> right. I just kind of had it, and I was like... But um, Sonic's always been a character I liked because he's kind of like uh, like the lovable rogue character where he's like wisecracking and stuff. And um, I think, what's his name? Ben Schwartzman played him, played Sonic, and I didn't know that going in. So when I got in and then I heard his voice, I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it was one of those movies that I went to the theater because we were just had nothing else to do. And I had low expectations because I'm like, it's a video game movie. These are never like super good. And uh, it was actually yeah. really good. And like uh, Jim Carrey's uh, Robotnik was really good. Yeah. I mean, the bar for video game movies is so low that it's <laughs> yeah. almost like if you can make it just competent, people are like, that was really good. Yeah, you know, in comparison to the hundreds of other bad ones, that was actually really fun. You know, yeah, it's like, well, it's no Mortal Kombat, but uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat <laughs> will forever own my heart. But uh, you know, yeah, that's one of those. You're not ones. a Tomb Raider guy. Oh no, no, no. I mean, I liked that movie, but it wasn't because anything to do that wasn't Angelina Jolie. Yeah. What about but I, I, that was like full Angelina Jolie crush for me. So it was like, she could have made like a movie of her reading the phone book. And I would have been like, this movie's great. I really yeah. like it. <laughs> you did a double feature of that in Pushing Tin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a. Is that the Billy Bob Thornton movie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the air traffic control golf, movie. Right? No, it's air traffic control. Yeah, oh. so the tin they're you're, pushing. Oh, you're thinking of the other tin movie cop. Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They came out the same time, and they had like tin in the title. That's right. It's funny it a because big time I, for tin. I think about pushing tin, and remember that scene where um, Billy Bob. No, Thornton, I don't. <laughs> oh come on! You watched it yesterday, Cam. Don't I, lie. Yeah, yeah. Where Billy okay, Bob so Thornton standing on the runway. 
um, because he's like an adrenaline junkie, and I guess that's what they do. So then the plane comes down, and he gets caught in the like the current I or something, do. and he gets tossed up in the air, but he doesn't like flip. He spins, yes. like on his horizontal axis. And for it's some all reason, coming back. <laughs> that part was hysterical to me when I like watched it because I watched it when I was like sixteen. It's a pretty old movie, like. 24 yeah. years uh, i think it was more like maybe 99 somewhere in there 99 2000 or something oh my god this is why yeah. i have you on the podcast i don't even need yeah. google if i have you cam <laughs> like, <laughs> what year was that random movie that nobody really liked it comes like oh i didn't watch it but i think it came out in 2000 <laughs> i watched it i did watch it <laughs> that's great i watched that and i watched tin cup so believe me i had all the tin movies covered of that era I don't know if I saw Tin Cup. It was good. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. That's a, that used to be a big market, like golfing movies, like Beggar Vance, Billy Man, or um, Happy Gilmore. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah, that was a good one. Caddyshack 2. Those are the, uh, those are the Avengers of the day. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Caddyshack did have a super cast. It did have a lot of people in it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost none of them came back for that sequel. Oh my God, could you imagine if Rodney Dangerfield somehow was still alive and a character in the Avengers? Okay, who is he? You've got to uh, recast. Who is the D- Dangerfield character? Oh my God, Professor Thanos. X. Professor Sorry. X? Did you, you say, say Thanos, Tyler? Tyler? I say Thanos. <laughs> Thanos yeah, the, does get no respect. Exactly. I was going to say he wants to trash half the universe because he doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos, this used to be my world, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you? Who would you have him as? Thanos is actually a really good pick. Yeah. I was thinking Drax the Destroyer would be pretty fun. Oh, that would be good. I just want to see Rodney uh, covered in, like, in like makeup. <laughs> Just head to toe. <laughs> that would yeah. be even more funny. <laughs> just like yeah. full on green paint. <laughs> yeah. I take that. Being very literal. Yeah. Oh man. That's hilarious. Okay. So uh, we pretty much covered everything, but there's one thing I wanted to bring up just because of the ridiculousness. So down South with all the black lives matter protests and them, rightfully getting rid of everything racist they're getting rid of uh the old confederate statues Mm. and i saw something in west virginia they wanted to replace all the confederate statues with mothman statues (laughs) which yeah I, i i don't even know what to say to that like i mean yeah i guess like if you want well, to replace all the Confederate statues, cryptids is probably the best place to start. Like you get some Sasquatches in there, maybe a New Jersey devil, some like chupacabras in Texas. <laughs> I feel like the Mothman though is very obscure. I mean, I remember yeah. that movie, the Mothman prophecies, but that's the even then, only thing that I know. Yeah. Like I, I didn't really know that that was a popular character of like, you know, kind of like, uh, I don't know, just like, What's the word? Rumors, I guess, and yeah. of over the urban years, urban legends but and stuff. Urban folklore. legends, yeah. Thank yeah. you, folklore, yeah. Um, but maybe it would be the same thing if we were to announce we want if we had the equivalent of statues and we were like we want to rip them down and put up Ogopogo statues, and people <laughs> in the U.S. would be like, are they like what are they talking about? 
So maybe it's Ogo just, so maybe it's so regional that we just don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I was like, I saw that, and then I was like, oh, maybe there's more to. Because I was like Tyler, I was like, I I remember the Richard Gere movie, but I didn't know. Like I thought it was like Slenderman, where they just made it up for a movie. But yeah, it turns too. out it's only as old as 1967. Like what happened huh. was somebody thought they saw like what looked like a cross between a man and a moth in 1967. And then it was either a ferry sunk or a bridge collapsed. And then a bunch of people died. And then from then on, it's supposed to be like, if you see the moth man, something terrible is going to happen. So I don't know why you'd want that as a statue. Just be like a harbinger of doom as a statue just around so your city what happened they saw like 40 mothmen like uh and that's why we have the pandemic right now <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> that was a mothman putting their feet up in the movie theater with dale <laughs> yeah it smelled like death <laughs> i mean like I, I guess but you're right it does seem rather grim to be putting mothmen up if uh, right? only bad things follow them um <laughs> Yeah, I think it's enough, like you know enough bad things followed the Confederacy, so uh, I think Mothman would be, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'll take Mothman over uh, Confederate soldiers myself. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, go for the safe folklore choice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'm down with replacing him with anything really, and like I said before, like if you're gonna go like supernatural cryptid stuff, that would be great. Like I think. Um, like the Sasquatch is pretty popular around here, so you could get some of that. Hmm? And then, well, I guess we he would. He gets just... into all the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he never looks underage because he's got a full beard. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was just, and... just talking about that. What's the deal? Like, you go to a club, they want two pieces of ID, you hand them your driver's license. W- what does it matter that you hand them a credit card as well? Like, I. Like, Anybody could get like your credit card or, or if you're going to pass on a fake ID, I, I don't know. It just seems kind of useless to me. I think it's, they want it you to prove that you stole someone's whole wallet instead of okay. just their ID. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That makes yeah, sense. Like, I can buy that then. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause sometimes it's like, it doesn't even have to be a credit card. It's like, sometimes you should, you're like, here's my debit card. It has my name on it. And I'm, All right. hands over his checkbook <laughs> that shows that it's perfectly balanced. <laughs> I was going to say my Zeller's points card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your uh, frequent um, Zeller's diner card with six <laughs> punches out of ten. <laughs> and then they I'm close old. it. Okay. Yeah. Remember when we went back to talking about them getting rid of brands and all this stuff? Yeah. I will say I was upset when the Zeller's diner closed. Because I don't think I, I ever. Zeller's diner. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, really? No, I don't. It was like, it was like the best at being terrible because it was like, it was the quality of Zellers. So it's cheap. And I was a younger guy. I was a college student, so I didn't have much money. I mean, unlike now when I'm totally rich and don't even need to go there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was like, it was 50s themed, but it was just like low effort 50s themed. So there was like, the floor was like uh, checkered and then there was like one hula hoop on one wall and then a bowling pin on one wall and then like an old bike on the other wall. And it was like, you just got a burger and fries for like under 10 bucks. Wow. Okay. 
I mean, Tyler I don't want to oversell it now <laughs> to make you guys miss it too much. I, I don't miss it. Did you try it, Tyler? Yeah. Um, okay. And? I didn't care that it was gone, <laughs> honestly. Like if we had said a... there's no more McDonald's anymore, yeah. my reaction would be shrug. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had a Zeller's right by my house, but there was no cafe. So I, I feel like I was ripped off of the great Zeller's Cafe. Yeah. yeah. And now you'll never know. Because <laughs> it's gone forever. <laughs> my, well, I guess my heart well, will have to go on. In Cam's place, it's already the lowest prices of the law. So yeah. <laughs> That's right. Every day. Every day. I and mean, I do have my Zeddy doll, too. So. I guess... If you want to throw your money around, you can always go to Denny's. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I know how I said the Mothman thing would be the last thing, but mm. there's another thing. Like, we're, um, we're like, I guess, I hope we're nearing the end of this pandemic. Like, do you guys think we're going to get out of it soon? No. <laughs> like, I, no. Like, what, what reason do we have to think? It's coming to an end. I mean, I mean, yeah. the curve's going. There's down. no treatments. There's no vaccine. It's you know. True. So optimistic, Tyler. There. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just being realistic. Yeah, like no, it's true. You know, it's true. Well, we're, we're most likely going to have a, a notable second wave at some point this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to go down to lockdown mode. You know, once again. So. I don't know if people are going to take the lockdown as well a second time do you like i the weirdest thing about the lockdown to me was how willing everybody was to do it like except for some places in the states where they like right weird middle states where they're militant about stuff and they just protested to stay open overall i felt like everybody was like oh okay we'll just do whatever and i don't know if people will have like the fortitude to do that again I think that the provincial health officer here in British Columbia, Bonnie Henry, she has yeah. the ears of the residents here. And if she makes it clear that um, our health is in danger and that the health of um, vulnerable populations is in danger. I, I think British yeah. Columbians, it, it's a different culture here than it is just, you know, across in Washington state. Like I, oh, yeah. we are more obedient to authorities here in Canada than the Americans are. So I for better that, or for worse, but in this case, it's, I, I think it's for better. Yeah, I think existentially, or I mean, like, if you want to get down to it, maybe one of the reasons why Canadians are just more obedient than the States is we still have mom looking out over us. Like, we never got true independence from the monarchy like the States did. So it's like, I mean, we don't really think about it that much. But if you think about it, we still have this overbearing queen that, doesn't really do anything, but she's still kind of like ruling over us. Yeah. I should just point out, um, my AirPods gave me the second alert in that they're <laughs> almost out of battery. I've got about five percent left. Um, okay, we can end it. Also like... hooked up to the mic to my mic, so uh, you might just get mute, Tyler, uh, for the next little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, we could end it there. We've we've been going over an hour, and I don't think anybody wants to hear me talk about the monarchy because i already said all i know about it which is not very much so <laughs> yeah Cam sent me a text message just now he said the exact same thing 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys aren't like secret monarchists, are you? And I've just offended you deeply. (laughs) Well, that's why I call him King Cam. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's what they call me on the pushing tin boards. (laughs) (laughs) That joke is a full in one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Um, you got you can find your podcast at is it just subspacetransmissions.com? Uh subspacepod.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you're on Facebook. I think I linked I think I linked your Facebook in one of the posts I put out. Mm-hmm. And you guys are weekly? Uh yeah, weekly. Um we just recorded our three hundredth episode. It'll be up this week. Oh, wow. Um and uh, yeah, you can find us on, we do YouTube videos when we can, which we can at the moment, but uh, so you can just search subspace transmissions, whether on your iTunes, YouTube, etc. you know, just Google a subspace transmissions podcast. There will be. Nice. Uh, what do you guys talk about on your 300th episode? That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, we did best and worst Star Trek rivalries. Ooh, mm. Nice. So we talk about some of the great rivalries in Star Trek and determine, you know, who walked away the winner in that rivalry. Okay. I was going to ask you who was the best, but that would kind of be a spoiler alert. So you don't really want to spoil your own thing. Yeah. 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 We we touch on all the series, uh, all the, you know, big iconic characters. There's some really fun stuff there. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to plug? Um, don't think so um i don't know tyler do you no <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> we're easy star trek. only have star trek yeah yeah all right um yeah thanks a lot for coming uh thanks everybody for viewing listening if you're not watching this video um i've been your host dale deruder you can find me on twitter at super dalebot um what's your guys twitter handles i'm at cam v is in voltron smith uh, you can find me at Reporton. That's R-E-P-O-R-T-O-N. Nice, a pun. I dig it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can find, uh, if you want to subscribe to us, you can go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anything else. You can visit our Patreon, Outrage Fact Pod, I think. Uh, Facebook, Outrage Fact Pod on Facebook. Um yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Oh, pretty much everything's just Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, go check us out. And thanks a lot for coming along. Hey, Thank man. you. It was a pleasure. Thank yep. you. Yeah. No problem.